Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to, to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Alrighty, so we're back. Hello, hello, hey. hello. Mm, so let's get right on into the topic, Monique, 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 and Netflix and the fiasco that is this fucking <laughs> shady, <laughs> shady ass <laughs> pay inequality little bullshit she going on. So what y'all thinking about it so far? I think it's just shady and point blank. <laughs> like it's Why? I think she think should get her coin. To get her money. Uh, like. I totally agree. I am Team Monique on this one. <laughs> I am totally Team Monique. So if you haven't heard about this particular situation, so Monique, the world-renowned comedian extraordinaire, the goddess, um, <laughs> you know, formerly on the Parkers, formerly on the Queens of Comedy. The Oscar Award winner who plays the mother of Precious on um, Precious, mm-hmm. um, based on the novel Sapphire. Um, she has been, she was one of the producers of Bessie, the Queen Latifah movie. Um, she has been on stand up. She's been doing stand up for, she's she been in the game for like 20 years. She done won tons of awards. She's just been in a game doing her thing mm-hmm. consistently. Um, she did have, after she did the Oscar, she had got blackballed in the industry because she wouldn't work for free and do promotions for Precious for free. And they kind of got mad at her and said that she was difficult to work with. And, you know, the industry kind of blackballed her because of Lee Daniels and Oprah and Tyler and all them people, they kind of blackballed her. So she's already had this issue about getting her fucking money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yo, I, I did this movie for 50000 but you want me to keep doing work, 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 work to promote it, and you're not paying me. Yo, come on now. Like, if I'm going, and then you're trying to base it on the fact that if I win the Oscar, you know, I'm going to be able to get more money. But you be basically telling me to work for free on the hopes that I win this Oscar. Right. Nah, because if I'm going to win the Oscar on my performance, that 50K that you paid me already, and when you said cut and the movie was done and it's always in the edit room, I already got paid for it. So if I'm going to win it, it's already out there. It's already out there. I'm going to win it. Right. <laughs> I don't need to promote for free. I've already did the promotion in the United States. Mm-hmm. I don't need to promote 
in the UK and do all that stuff for free just on the hopes of making more money for an Oscar if if I get the Oscar. So that was her issue. She wanted to get paid for the promotional tool that they want her to do. So stop my gigs in the United States and go to an overseas tour to promote y'all film for free. Nah, mm. bro. And so she, once again, that was a problem. They tri- they blackballed her because she was trying to get her money. Mm. She know how it works. And so now with Netflix, so Netflix, she was already offended because, not necessarily offended, but Netflix sent somebody out to see her routine at her shows. Mm-hmm. Basically like a, a interview or whatever. Yes. <laughs> like you got to interview Monique. Right. Like, and come she on. has all of this stuff, <laughs> all on this resume. stuff under her on, on her resume. So they they came out and seen her, and then they sent her an offer for. They sent her. They came to her. Mm-hmm. It's not like she seeked out them. They came to her and said, "We want to give you five hundred k for a comedy special." So special. So she was like, "Hmm." Well, her husband, who is her manager, her husband was like, "Hmm." Well, question. About a year ago, Miss Paleface, Amy Schumer, <laughs> just had an issue with y'all where y'all had paid, paid her $10 million for her special. And she's a new girl on the block. We just met Amy Schumer, right? We Within just a, met her. We just met her. She just came years. out a couple of years ago, five years at the tops. Uh-huh. You know, she had a little mu- movie with um, Goldie Hawn. Um, I don't know if it did well. I don't know. I didn't go see it because I don't. I don't really. <laughs> I, have, I, love, I don't I support don't. white feminists. White feminists. Oh, girl. That <laughs> <laughs> that don't have an inclusive feminism. I don't support white <laughs> feminism that doesn't have a black political analysis. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you do not include. Black pussies in your pink pussy hat march. <laughs> Black pussies and banana pussies. <laughs> Brown pussies. If you don't include other pussies, other colors of pussy in your political analysis, <laughs> then I don't support you. <laughs> if you don't include women who don't have pussies <laughs> in your political analysis. I'm not fucking with I'm you. I'm not following you, Miss Terry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't deal with that kind of feminism. That feminism makes me feel as like... A whole. That's like Trump supporting feminism. <laughs> oh, Lordy. That's like Susan B. Anthony feminism, the foremother of pro-choice and abortions, da-da-da-da. They... She was also a supporter of eugenics. She didn't like mm. black people. What? It just said, <laughs> it just says right here that um they had the American Equal Rights Association, which campaigned for equal rights for both women and African Americans. That campaign did. She did not. Oh. <laughs> she has been quoted in saying. Oh. Ooh. She's the worst of white feminism. She's, you know, she's, you know, she's the foremother of what we see. These, these white women that want equal women rights, but they'll go for go, they go vote for Trump. Yeah, like you know, that I, I don't trust white women. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I think that, you know, when you got half of y'all voting for 
this <laughs> nut job that's in the office. I, I don't know which one of y'all I can trust. Like half of y'all I can. So half, when I'm walking down the street, like if I smack most, like every other one, <laughs> then I know which one you grows. <laughs> most of the time, I'm gonna be right, <laughs> and most of the time, I'll be wrong. I I just can't deal with it, and I and, and you know that's why I don't support like. Lena Dunham and Amy Schumer's and those people, I don't fuck with them like that. Cause it's like, you know, y'all the white feminist movement, and I don't fuck with that. If y'all don't, if y'all not good allies, and y'all just trying to do what quote unquote, you nah, let me. <laughs> you more with the that. Amber Rose feminist <laughs> type piece. I, my feminism includes queer folks, trans folks. Strippers, sex workers, mm. hood rat ratchets, welfare queens as they fucking call them, strippers. Mm. My feminism includes street walkers, right? Trans men, yes, ma'am. Not just white women. <laughs> we always say that you know, so like black men, black men wanna. You know, they really don't want to overturn patriarchy. They want to overturn white supremacy, but they want right. to keep patriarchy. They want to They want to just switch. They want to just switch with sides. white men. And it's the same thing with white women. They don't they still want to put their knees and foots in our neck as black people, but they don't want the white man to put his knees and foot in their neck. Mm-hmm. So they want to keep the status quo when it comes to racism, but they don't want to keep the status quo when it comes to feminism. So anyway, I didn't. Let's go back to Monique. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they offered Amy Schumer, the new girl on the block, ten million. Mm-hmm. She was like, "What? That is not enough coin." What? <laughs> you gave these niggers? Nah, she's like. Niggers. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say niggas. She was talking about Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. She's like, you gave these niggas motherfucking 20 million? Where are my coins? <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> I am a woman, and I feel I like it's because I'm a white woman. woman? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and so they renegotiated with her. Uh-huh. And gave her 12 million. So... So, you know, she was like, yeah, they legends. I'm new. So, yeah, give them that coin that they got. But give me more. Don't play with me. We need to small in that wage gap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's right. This is not an attack that this part, the other part is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this part is not an attack on her. She needs to get her coins, too. Absolutely. Right. Get your coins. But Monique is looking at this. Okay, you gave... So they, her, her husband wrote back and was like, well, you gave her $12 million. How you going to give Monique? Not even <laughs> not even one mil. Not even. 500K. Half. Half. <laughs> like, like you offering shame. one of the most decorated female com- black female comedians of all times. One of them. Because we know that Whoopi has all the motherfucking awards. Oscar, Tony, Emmy, Grammy, all of that. So she's that girl. So yes. I don't want to take, I keep hearing Monique talk about I'm the greatest black female comedian. I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bitch. You do a little too much with that. There, but you do got some accolades. You got some success under your belt. Yes, ma'am. So, yeah, you should, you should get paid more than Amy Schumer. Come on now. Right. And so they was like, well, we don't really look at resumes. 
So why did you? What think are you it? looking at? So what are you looking at, my mother? <laughs> we are just looking at what we perspect that um, you know, oh. that you guys are going to get. This is my this is my Chad voice, my Chad or Brad or <laughs> Tom. You know, we're perspective that you're going to make this amount of money for us. You know, you black girls, you know, you kind of niche market, you know. <laughs> Bitch, fuck you. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. And she was like, well, no, thank you. Y'all don't want to give me my money. And now that I see you gave the black dudes 20, you gave the white girl 12, and you're trying to give me 5K, I think this is racist. I think that this is feminine. I mean, sexist. <laughs> I think this is sexist. No, yeah. I'm not going to do it, and you're not going to play me. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to social media. And I'm going to boycott I'm, you. I'm going to tell people to boycott you. And, and let's see how, how much of a social following I have now. Uh-huh. Let's see. <laughs> so I, I, I think she's totally right. I think she is entitled to establish what her own worth is. Um, I think that she is totally right, and it's it's very reasonable to think that this is a racist, sexist reason. Right. Like, it's very reasonable. That's not something we know. It's obvious. How? Uh, it seems obvious to me. Does it seem right. obvious to you? Yeah. It <laughs> seems obvious to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, but the only, the reason why, because the... The men that they gave the money, the like the twenty thousand. I mean, I'm sorry, the twenty million. Dave Chappelle and the other dude, they were just in the game as long as Monique. So like, why can't she get her coin too? Yeah, I think Dave Chappelle was in it. They came up out at the same kind of mm-hmm. at the same time. Chris Rock maybe like five years before her, but they talk about relevancy right now. Yeah. At the end of, but with Chris, um, Dave Chappelle, like I said, was gone to fucking Africa for almost fucking ten years after he left HBO. Yeah, like y'all, like you I couldn't see any other reasons because they're men. Yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> that's all I see. And th- they're fucking brilliant. Yeah, I feel like Dave Chappelle is brilliant. I feel like Chris Rock is brilliant. Yes, black man, get your money. Right. But she need her money too, y'all. Yeah. Right. A cute little eighteen. Right. At least, goddamn it. But I really wanted to get that 20, though. <laughs> no shade. But, you know, at least it'll be a little gap, a little smaller gap than fucking 500K. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, I I, I, I wanted to get that 20. I really do. So Dave Chappelle got Oscar. No. <laughs> See, I never followed Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I, I like know, that. I, don't, I do like that. <laughs> I didn't say that I, I watch, didn't like him. You just, I don't follow you know, him. He make me kiki. Like he do make me kiki. <laughs> I, I know he might not make you kiki, but he do make me kiki. <laughs> yeah, I me ca- too. I be cackling down. <laughs> 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 and I be trying not to, I try not to because he had, he had some transphobic yeah, weird. Some of his jokes be fucked up. I be like, mm, like, he got this little <laughs> rape joke that I don't think is funny. Then he got this. Uh, then he said, "Got this joke on his new one about trans women. It's kind of like, mm, yeah, you straddling that line, bro. That's kind of offending me, but making me cackle too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm that girl. I'm that girl who has a who could joke about them. Who has a morbid sense of humor, like some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. People don't think it's funny. I be thinking it's funny. And yeah, then that's true. I, me too. <laughs> I be mean, like, people be like, ooh, that's that's, that's so corny. Shady. I be like, bitch, I can laugh at what I want. Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but and you know, I can laugh at myself, and I can. I've made jokes about trans women. I've made jokes about trans men, and you know, I know that's different because I am a trans woman. So it kind of right. the context is a little different. And, you know, I'm not on a platform like his, so you kind of can push the envelope and get. But what he was saying wasn't really as bad as. Mm, it wasn't like Duval. Like, it wasn't yeah. like that. It was more, hmm, you, you perf- perfectly straddling that fence. But that's the I thing wish about that's the brilliance. Joke now. Comedy, though, is to make awkward situations funny. funny right. Yeah. To make and the the hurt the things that hurt them too uh-huh. funny, you know. So, and well, in the joke, he said he messed around with a trans woman. Really? <laughs> so if you listen to the, I don't know which one it was. We probably got to watch that at the end of the thing. Huh. And he was he joked about it. He was like, "Man, but I was young back then, so you know she got me." <laughs> 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 and she has the big ass titties, and this is LA, so all titties <laughs> is fake out here. Oh. <laughs> so he kind of was joking about having her, having and messing around with her, uh-huh. and he never cleaned it up. Like, nah, I'm just playing. He just was like, yeah, she got me. <laughs> 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 so it was all funny to me. It was just a kiki. Mm. So, do I want him to get the coins? Yes, but I want her to get her coins too. I think she, I think well she's deserved. legitimate, well deserved. So, are y'all gonna stop watching Netflix? Hey, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> still haven't watched finish um she's got to have it so let me finish my series Baby, i learned all like i learned a lot from all the documentaries on netflix right, I need so. 13, 13 was so brilliant um ava duvernay is her name ava duvernay is, I, i'm not saying it right the director ava uh, duvernay i think what? that's what it is the one who did 13 what is that? I don't know. 13 is a documentary about the prison industrial complex. Uh, yeah. Y'all need I, to watch that. Yeah. The oh, industrial complex? Yeah, prison industrial yeah. complex. So, it was, I, I feel there's some brilliant things on Netflix, and I don't yeah. know, I don't know if I want to boycott it for this reason. Like, I want you to get your coins, but I don't, uh, It's like, It's kind of like, it's like a selfish type of Yeah, it would envelope. make me super uncomfortable to yeah. stop Netflix. <laughs> Just because you didn't get your money, you already coined. And you out. already rich. So. I, should, I should be sitting in my <laughs> house not watching nothing. I'm just going to be dry. But I, <laughs> and I don't feel but like black. signing up for Hulu and all that other shit. I'm like, I got to give them my card and I got to go call them and cancel them and get somebody else. <laughs> That's a lot of work, Monique, yo. <laughs> uh, right. I want you I to get no coins, but girl, I'm a little <laughs> late and lazy. <laughs> some entertainment after a long shift. And one of the things that I kind of want to point out, too, if you are policing a black woman's tone when she is calling out some unfair bullshit that she got going on, then you are a coon. You are one whole fool (laughs) coon. There is no wrong way to say some fuck shit is happening to you, whether it's an angry way, whether it's a polite way. However, that person decides to convey that some fuck shit is happening. However, they get to decide and gauge how much niceness they can put on it. Because a lot of people I keep hearing saying she's not being nice and da 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 da. That's some bullshit. You are gaslighting. <laughs> you are making her seem like she's crazy for thinking that she should, you know, be fairly treated. And this is a situation where she is being unfairly treated. Now, how much she deserves can be debatable, but whether or not she's being done wrong, 
that's not debatable. She's being done wrong. Monique need to get her money right. Mm-hmm. You agree? I definitely agree. She All right. Do, she deserves her coin. So what's the next topic? In those um, jeans, but not trans jeans. When you. <laughs> 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 when you're horny, let's do it. <laughs> not on your my pony. <laughs> Long as it's not a tranny. <laughs> I'm not having it. No, no, no. <laughs> so we're going to talk about genuine. So you want to get a history? <laughs> break it down, break it down. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yes. I'm just <laughs> transphobic. <laughs> looking for some pussy. <laughs> Someone who don't have a dick. And never got one cut off. Why is this tickling me so much? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, if I didn't have on so much makeup, y'all could see I was red. <laughs> oh, um, okay, so. You wanted me to bring this topic in. Yes. Um, <laughs> so today, today on Marsha's plate, <laughs> we're gonna talk about genuine and as his most recent um, little thing that he's doing in the UK, the brothers' house. It's the like Big the, Brother. The, so yeah, it's, like the, it's yeah, Big Brother. It's a really globally popular show, Big Brother. It's really global. Yeah. So it's not just like a United States show. It's like everywhere show. And it's like a reality show where that all the celebrities go and like they're stuck in this house for a long period of time. And so they're engaging with each other and topics come up. Yeah. So recently. Recently. There was a clip of him talking with another trans. Well, not with another trans woman, but with the trans woman. Was it two girls that were trans in that room? I, I couldn't. Oh, see, no, I don't want to be shady, but I I couldn't really tell. I seen a lot of interesting characters. Aka, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know who was one and who wasn't. <laughs> it was colorful. <laughs> it was Everybody was loud and proud. I just did double. <laughs> Very different. But okay. Um. <laughs> that wig was getting high, honey. I need to throw it off. <laughs> So I, just, I just threw my wig oh off my and threw it on the floor. It was oh my hot. gosh, you should have seen All the right. way she threw it like it was going through a hoobie. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so the the trans women and it was uh, it was cis women too. It was just a bunch of people sitting on the little couch. And when you watch a clip, a lot of people who was talking about that's another thing I hate about fucking social media. When people start talking about something, they didn't even go fucking watch the clip. Yeah, they were just like, oh, this is a topic. I'm going to head and ride for this. Yeah. Let me just go in. He's transphobic. He's transphobic. He's transphobic. So basically, they were talking about dating trans women or whatever. And Genuine basically said that, you know, he wouldn't date a trans woman. That's not his thing. That's not, um, he's not into dating trans women. He made it pretty clear. Then the trans woman kind of, it was playful. And to kind of try to, it was it went along with her trying to prove a point, and she tried to try to playfully hug him and like kiss him, 
And he kind of was like, nah. He kind of moved away from her. I'm like, nah, I don't want to kiss you. He was just like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, ha, ha, ha. you doing too much. Yeah. And he, he played for he play didn't, her like he, he didn't shut get, up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, he didn't get all, he didn't get violent at all. It just was, both of them were being playful, and he playfully rejected her. Right, 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 right. right. So the internet blew up. The girls got offended. The girls got offended because he said he wasn't in to trans women. He said, and everybody was calling him transphobic about his remarks. And so Marsha's Plate wanted to bring you our opinion about this situation because we have (laughs) opinions and, you know. We're all trans. We're all trans. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes our opinions do not align with the communities, and that's Hell okay yes. with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine with me, too. Uh, you know, so sometimes, you know, we don't have those opinions. So tell me what your <laughs> opinion is, Z, about this particular situation. I feel like the men have the right to like what he likes. Oh, why is that? Boom. Because it's his dick, it's his body, it's his preferences. It's like, his bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's his, his intimacy, especially <laughs> when we're, when our feminism includes consent and conversations around consent and agency right. over our body. Mm-hmm. You know, when your feminism includes that, you gotta give everybody the right Equality. to have. You know, you gotta be the change you want to see, and you gotta give everybody the right to make that choice. Make that choice. So, what do you feel, Mia? I feel like. I don't feel like he's hom- he's transphobic because he has a preference. Like everybody has a preference. Some people like skinny women with no chest and like really slim figures, and some women, some men like m- women that are full figured. And whatever your preference is, you don't have to be um, against a certain like entity because you that's not your preference. So I don't, I don't I don't think that he was wrong and he was really respectful like he didn't get upset like you said he didn't seem like he was just like being rude or anything he was just like hey I don't want to kiss you I'm attracted to women and that's just my preference. If she was sexy you know like a Amaya or something I'd be like okay nigga you gonna reject that maybe you. <laughs> well, I'm, so I'm a play I'm a play devil's advocate. I'm just going to play devil's advocate. And I don't like playing devil's advocate because the <laughs> devil don't need no motherfucking advocate. <laughs> but, okay, I'm going to respond to yours. I'm going to respond to yours first. <laughs> so. What is transphobia? Let's get that out the way. Uh, <laughs> the etymology of the word is, you know, the fear of trans folks. Like, the fear of trans folks. That's, right. that's like the the etymology of the word but when we're talking about the context in this culture it's basically having like a problematic view rooted in Mm anti-transness and so when we think of it in that context i do get what people are saying so for example you said some people prefer what did you just say about preferences some people prefer skinny women some Mm -hmm. people prefer heavier women women. some people prefer white women some people prefer black women yeah blah 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 so that makes sense but you gotta think about the context of our culture and how our culture is anti-black is anti-fat is anti-trans, um, is anti-gay, is anti a lot of things. So a lot of times 
it is really problematic when your preferences are rooted in like racism if your preferences are rooted right. in patriarchy if your preferences are rooted in body shaming if yeah. if, if your preferences are like for example i can say uh i can be uh a black man and i can say well you know i just don't i just don't prefer black women i like white women more than likely since you are a black man yourself and you came from a black right. woman your preference is rooted in racism. Mm -hmm. Why don't you like the woman that you came from? Right. Like why, what makes you, what made you totally reject black women? More than likely, if you sit down and talk to them, their preferences is rooted in racism and white supremacy. Exactly. So when we think about a guy's, a cis guy's preference for cis women, mm -hmm. Although I'm okay. It's like why? It's, you got to right. think why mm -hmm. do you separate us? If we're, if you don't have, that means you don't think of us as women if you have to separate us. And in my mind, for me, I get what they're saying, but I can, my bedroom is not the United States of America. I make the constitution of that motherfucker. Yeah. Like I get to decide. I can be extremely discriminatory when it comes to who I'm intimate with, who I share my body with, who I share my bed with, who I share my love and physical or not or romantic, whatever it is. I can be really discriminatory when it comes to that because, like I just said, my bedroom is not the United States of America. Right. So when you're having a conversation about the United States and work in the United States, yes, I'm going to have, you got to, you can't be discriminating against trans women, mm -hmm. but we're talking about somebody's bedroom and their intimacy and what they prefer in a relationship. That's yeah. really personal. To so me, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. To me, transphobia is thinking of the erasure of us, like thinking I shouldn't exist and thinking like not feeling like I should get health care. Mm -hmm. I think I should get the basic necessities or thinking I should die. To me, that's what transphobia, transphobia is. is. Right. You're trying to take away my livelihood. Right. You're, you're trying to take away my ability to thrive in the world and, and exist. And I don't think that that's what Genuine's preference to cisgender women is right. doing. Right. That preference is not them him saying, you know, I prefer my woman to be cisgender. Right. And, you know, you can exist because if you look at the clip, he was in the space and being really nice. He yeah, wasn't he was. misgendering. He wasn't being yeah. shady. He wasn't. He didn't even look like he was uncomfortable until until and not even in the awkward little playful try to kiss him situation she was doing. Even that situation, he didn't get up and trip and yeah. he kind of moved like, oh, really well. move. yeah. he handled it really, really well to me. Right. And it Very wasn't mature. violent. It was mature. It seemed like a heterosexual, comfortable man. Right. Um, that's into cis women um, who he may have some problematic views about trans women. You mm -hmm. might. Yeah. But he might. He might. I, I can see that. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you that I'm just not into that, I'm not into I don't want to be in a relationship with a, a woman of trans experience. You can be a woman. Mm hmm. And he might have said some problematic thing like, you know, a woman, woman, yeah. <laughs> you know, they say shit like that. That's how it is with me with gay men. Like, I mm -hmm. respectfully decline, but that don't make me homophobic. No. And it's <laughs> I, I, we were talking about this before we started. I remember a time in my life when 
if a trans man came to me and tried to talk to me, what I would have said was, in my rude, unconscious, uneducated, unexperienced trans <laughs> self, I, back then, this was like 2008, nine. I would have said, oh, no, baby, I like real men. <laughs> that would have been tra- problematic as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like the been real shady. thing. I like the real <laughs> thing. Like, I would I would have went into some really problematic language, and I wouldn't have been, it would have been very problematic language, but my personal self, I wouldn't have been transphobic in, in regards to being comfortable with him or wanting him not to exist or... Um, or like I would I wouldn't mm-hmm. hate and not be I wouldn't want to not be around him or right. want anything bad to come to him. It's just that my mind wasn't open at that time or mm-hmm. I hadn't had the analysis brought to me how invalidating that is. And right. I and I and I didn't need to. You know why? Right. I didn't I didn't let me just rephrase that. I didn't feel like I needed to because at the time in my life I wasn't running in, into trans men like that. Trans men wasn't coming at me on no try to hook up with me shit. Right. So I didn't have to have that analysis because the situation had never came up. Mm-hmm. It had never came up in in my experience. Right. So you was just ignorant because you didn't have experience. I didn't have a lot of trans men friends. Right. I didn't come in contact with them often at all, if at all, prior to 2010. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and then the ones that I thought may have been trans, they really didn't fuck with me like that mm. in regards to, um, like, they were really, they started off as lesbians and I knew them as lesbians mm. and they really didn't fuck with trans women like that. Um, so, right. I didn't need to. And then when I became more of an activist and became more in circles with trans men, then I had to learn, hey, they and they had to school me. Yeah. Um. One of them was um Lewis Mitchell, mm-hmm. Minister Lewis Mitchell. He really and he and he didn't school me in some rude, um, belittling "how dare you" kind of way. Trans- he really, Trans- yeah, Trans- he didn't do that. He was <laughs> like, so hmm, what do you think? What so when you say you want to be a with a real man, what do you like when somebody says that to you? How does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. When a cis man say you, I want to be with a real woman. Does that make you feel? That means you're not a what? Is, if they're the real woman, what are you? Mm-hmm. The and fake one. The fake one. <laughs> <laughs> the imitation. Yeah. I want the real thing, baby. Not yeah. the not the plastic. Not the one. second mm-hmm. rate. Uh, you know. And so he had to really break it down to me, and I had to really realize that you know these these men are just the opposite spectrum of what you are. Yeah, And so, and it's not that I didn't have the intelligence to do that on my own. It's just that I had never been in situations where I had to. Right. Like I had to think about it. Right. I didn't have to think about it. I was in my trans woman's experience. And what I was dealing with is men who were fucking me over and uh-huh. trying to put me in the closet. I had, hadn't dealt with um, the issues that trans men had to deal with. And so me being in circles made me exposed to that and have to come to grips with that kind of education. And I did. Right. So, and it opened me up. So I think somebody like Genuine, mm-hmm. I feel like he's at the space where he may, he's respectful. He's respectful. He is, he's comfortable. Like I can sit here and not, I don't have to move. 
Right. Like I don't have to move out of the space. There's some straight men that won't even be in the space with you, right. thanks to a Sydney star, or <laughs> thanks to what just happened <laughs> between the incident between him and what's going on over in the UK. The little genuine thing, like, yeah, that now makes I people even, think, I like, oh, I can't even be in that space, you. yeah, without having this kind of backlash. Or you try to kiss me and everybody and me rejected, but I'm still cool with you and everybody go off. Like, what can I do? Exactly. Yeah. Or, uh, or like if I. It, I think that if we are, hmm, this may be problematic to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm not asking anybody to be nice to people who are rude and assholes. No. Uh But if somebody is not being rude and they're not being shady and they're not um, stopping you from getting your money, stopping you from living your life, they're just saying, the same for me right right i don't think that that's problematic for me i think right. a lot of the, i agree i think a lot of the the, the backlash it came from white a woman yeah that's a woman <laughs> so what are you doing like trans women are women yeah trans women are women but there's still a difference absolutely right. and i and i think it's internalized transphobia to not acknowledge that difference right yes <laughs> i feel exactly. that way i think too. it's an erasure of history Yes, it's erasure, erasure of, of a, the past, a true identity, of, and not necessarily. I don't want to say true identity, but uh, who you are, a part of who you are. Right. Like all your experiences sum up who you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and my experience as being conditioned and raised to be a male child and then transition, I can't erase what I was conditioned. Uh-huh. I can't erase that part of my exactly. my existence. And that's a part of me that whoever is going to be with me, they have to accept that that is a part of my past and my history. Right. It is who I am. It is a part of who I am, not my, my not the totality, totality of me, right. but it is... It makes you different. It, awesome. It colors me in a different right. way. And it's not... Ne- and what I don't want you to think that it's negative. <coughs> Some people do. And uh, I don't... They're like once b- before a man, always a man. And I, w- I don't, I don't want my boss to have legal right to be able to think like that and stop me from getting a job. Right. I don't want my, um, I don't want people to, um, be able to legally stop me from thriving. But I do want people to have the right to make the decisions in their personal sex life, in their personal relationship life, to say. This history is not for me. Exactly. Respectful. Respectful, nice. You know, I you know, I think you have the right to exist. I think it's okay to be you. If that's your thing, great. But this isn't for me. Because I do the same thing. I wanna I wanna have children. Like say it's a cis man. I wanna have children with a actual cis woman or something. With my biology and her biology. Right. And I wanna be able to <clears throat> the traditional way to do things. Right. And I, this is what I want. And I have a right to want what I want. So I'm thinking about, and I try to look, I try to put myself in a similar <coughs> shoes, and I, I'm, we're not exactly the same. So when I think about my preferences for black men, mm-hmm. so when I see, and, and sometimes they are rooted in negative things, but still, this is what it is. So when we talk about, I have a preference for black men. So I only date black men. I rarely date even light skin black men. Mm-hmm. So some of them, yeah, my first love was light skin. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I, I have some, I make some room for that. But I, d- I rarely date outside of my race. 
And mm. is that rooted in some kind of prejudice? Mm. It's I don't just know. like what you've been around mostly. Like that. And then I have a little thing about them. Like when, like me, let's talk about with some sex a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm on my knees giving some head, feeling sexy, slobbing it up, yeah, out. <laughs> I'm turned on and excited. I'm like, yes, let me, <laughs> slut me out, daddy. <laughs> Why? Because I can't picture this. I don't want to picture it. So I'm, I'm in that situation, but I would never be in that situation mm-hmm. with a white man. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't like to be dominated <coughs> by a white man. Right. The thought of it is just, just the erotic. thought of you in front of me. <laughs> on my, I'm on my knees, and your big dick is oh, probably not big, but maybe. <laughs> uh, I didn't see some big ones. I have two, but very few. Um, <laughs> you, you got this white meat in my face, and I'm standing in, fr- and I'm on my knees in front of you. Oh. I'm gonna think of. Hattie Mae that you was raping in the kitchen no, or in the slave house. Uh, no, no, no shade. <laughs> not Rose, Rosewood Tees? Yes. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> gonna be thinking of some slavery rapes. I'm gonna be thinking you... Uh, I'm gonna have all kind of racially charged, uncomfortable thoughts. And, and just that idea of you dominating me is going to turn me off. Yeah. I can sit and be bent over, get my cookies slayed to smithereens <laughs> by a black man and be feeling like every bit of, I'm every woman. Yes. It's all in me. Hey. Anything you want done, baby. <laughs> but let's, um, I've, I actually have never been penetrated by a white man. What? Never hmm. in my life. <laughs> never. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever in my life. So, well, just that idea of you mounting me. Yeah. No. It's a few, <laughs> it's a few psychological things. Cause yeah, so. I, I, I personally am open to all types of races, but I've never dated white woman mm. like <laughs> every other kind like i've been open to but i've never like i've be even been open to, i've talked to a few white women but never actually dated because i never really took it serious because i know that's deep within that's not really my preference yeah i, I don't know it's just something i don't prefer and i think a yeah. lot of my preference <coughs> it may be rooted from a bad place and i can think i can see how um a genuine his could be his preferences of cis women could be rooted in what some kind of weird transphobic thing but i feel like i have a right to have whatever preferences i want whatever is rooted in because i'm not trying to change that i know how white supremacy is and i'm not trying to change that preference i don't want a white man that's not what i want that's not what i want to do that's not what i want to experience um i don't now i don't know what life is going to bring me i don't know if i'm if i'm going to meet some charming white man and he just sweeps me off my feet or 
He got some flavor. Uh, he got some flavor, and it's going <laughs> to make me not think about that stuff. But I ain't met one yet. <laughs> well, over the years, you know, your views have been changing, as you said uh, yes, previously. Exactly. So things could happen. So I don't know. Might but get you some white chocolate and wear it right out. Right now. <laughs> as of right now, I'm not here for it. <laughs> and I'll pass, Chad. Keep that right over there. Um, Go on, pass, Chad. Even, like, you just, oh, I, don't need, I don't need to go into that. <laughs> Oh, they uh, pee how when it get hard and it turn all red and pink. Uh, okay, listen now, because <laughs> if I was if I had a piece, it would get a little pink. Yeah, I'm sure. it would. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not white, so but right. So you know, it's different. It was a light skinned black man, but no, it's just a, it's just, <laughs> it's a, just thought. a thought. No, <laughs> no, I'm mine get pink. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that dark, but but I'm black. I'm that's why they're talking. That's why I'm so quiet. I'm just like, what? <laughs> so it's, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like he got a bad, like, I feel like he just got a bad rap. I feel like the genuine thing got a bad rap. And I don't think that he. People just talk about anything on yeah, social media. You know how they be. Do you think it would have been if it wasn't some white bitches? And then can we talk if about If he was if he was consenting and probably kissed her back, they'd be like, Oh, he gay. It'll be something either yeah. way it go. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. Either <laughs> way. And that's what okay. Let's talk about that. Is I'm gonna talk about you saying if she was a Maya too. Don't let me forget that. <laughs> but let's talk about that. If if this is how Toxic masculinity hurts men as well as women. So we know how it hurts women because we are dying at crazy rates by the hands of black men. Yes. Right. Okay. Black um, trans women. Black trans women and cis women. They're mm-hmm. being Hell yeah. wore out. Being wore out too. So uh, one of the highest cause of death is domestic homicide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by being uh, killed by an intimate partner mm-hmm. in right. cis women and trans women. So we know the effects toxic masculinity has on women. But mm. one of the effects that to- toxic masculinity has on men is that you can't do nothing right. Like, right. I can't even be nice and turn you down without being called transphobic. I, if I turn around and say, I don't want to deal with this faggot shit, <laughs> I'm transphobic. Anywhere I go, except for this small little window of box that I don't even know where the goalpost is changing, the box is moving around and changing, I don't even know where it's at. You can't do nothing without being be, being called gay or something kind of problematic. Yeah, That's people talk about it. People comment on everything. They do, right, just like they no comment way. on, what's his name? Y'all, I forgot what his name is, but he said queer in his song recently. He said something about... It wasn't in his song. It was, it was a um, lyric. Um, no, he said something. Who? Something about him not Offset. Oh. Yeah. Cardi B's boyfriend. And it, uh, Cardi B was saying that he wasn't saying it to be homophobic. He was <sighs> ignorant to the word queer. So the way he said uh, it, he man. didn't mean it. So but she the one that said a man with a pussy, that's disgraceful. So I felt some type of way after that. <laughs> she, that wait, let me let me say this. That's right. <laughs> so you can't say nothing about somebody. We <laughs> are you and we are used to being we are used to our phase being problematic. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Mm-hmm. We are because we're trans folk, most people that we like, pr- most people that we support and like more likely don't have a trans inclusive politics. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately. <laughs> when we listen to hip hop, don't you love hip hop? Yes. 
Don't you love hip hop? I'm here for it. I'm here for it too. <laughs> and I've been here for it ever since the 80s. <laughs> so I, we're used to being able to bounce and twerk our ass to being called bitches and hoes. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Ignorant. Like we're, we're used to looking past the ignorant <laughs> and liking the song and liking the beat and even liking the artist. Right? right. We're used to doing that. And I think this is a situation like that. And it's and it's not okay to and let me say this. It's not okay to be used to that. It's not okay. Yeah. But we, I, I want to just say that, yes, we we know how to get around that. So when I look at Cardi B, I still support her, even though what you're saying right here is kind of stupid. What you're right. saying about trans women and trans men People is have usually kind of problematic, but I still can kind of like you. Right. Um, offset, you being ignorant to queer, do I believe that? No. I don't think you... And I you based stupid. in Atlanta. Uh, stop. You're not stupid. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, you, I'm not buying that you're ignorant to what that word means what the context you're using it in. No, baby. Now, I know your woman, it's her job. She's <laughs> stupid because she let you cheat on her and and forgive you and want to still marry you and all that kind of shit. And you got videos all over the internet of you fucking other bitches. <sighs> but she's, she's let you, quote unquote, let me, no, not, let me stop, Faki. Baby, because you was about to go there. <laughs> no, you, was- you are a Latina woman and we know y'all traditions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, traditionally, I, I can't disagree because my mom is yeah, one of those women. You know, you know, you got the spicy stereotype of Latina women, and then you got the other stereotype that is, you know, we let our men run over. That's why they do the kind of shit that they do. How many times have a Mexican just came up and touched your ass <laughs> and pulled his dick out in front of you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Baby, um, they don't they, care. They worse. Than, <laughs> they, they are the worst. They're really fluid. Yes, we we black men get crazy. They do some dumb <laughs> shit too. But I they don't be giving a fuck. They do. They are the worst <laughs> when don't. it comes to misogyny and doing like sexual assault and shit. I have been more sexually assaulted, and I'm, I've never been raped or anything. But I'm talking about inappropriately touched by Latina men in public i've had one follow me to my door with his dick out this door right here follow me to my door with his dick out i've had one catch me in a bathroom and just it i've just had them go crazy so i don't want to that's kind of overgeneralizing that was but i'm just for the people i'm sharing my experience well yes and it's the truth so my experience is my experience so i'm just saying and for and I I feel like Latino women deal with a lot more shit from their niggas than we do. <laughs> they let a lot of shit ride. That's true. Even my dad, he dates uh, Salvadorian, and he mm-hmm. say that culture is like you know submissive women. Boom, yeah, they and that's real. the type of dude he is. He like to feel like I don't want to say man. all of them is submissive, but right. you know, <laughs> yeah, not all of them. You know, I don't know. Of the majority, it's about getting married and, you know. You know, so I, my point is, <laughs> uh, you know, she. Sticking to your man. Who's she's sticking to her man. Who's <laughs> thin, and she's protecting him and taking up for him. Okay, girl. I see you, Latina girl. <laughs> you better do <laughs> That's it. That's what y'all do. Bel Calif. Okay. Back to now if she looked at like Amaya. Yeah, yeah. So that's problematic because we're ba- we're saying 
by saying if she if the girl that we back to genuine if <laughs> if the if the girl that was trying to kiss up on genuine if she looked it like something it should have been better it, right if she looked it like an amaya a trace uh mia a diamond <laughs> if she looked it like something that he would give him been, that would give him the reason to say, Oh, let me treat you different. And, and that would be shady. okay. Yeah. That's shady, no. Because that's rooted in the belief that if you are not passable, that goes back to passability privilege. Then you shouldn't be treated right. That you that it's okay if you're pretty and you're attractive and you look like a woman, ooh, <laughs> we treat you like a woman. Oh yeah. It's but not if you're okay. not if but you're not I feel like men are the majority of men mm-hmm. are usually Really mean towards women they're not attracted to, even cis women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, huh, maybe it could have been different, but it wasn't. But this is the reality. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. And we gotta. We can't take. <laughs> we can't take um the context of being on national TV out of the equation. Right. Right. Like right, celebrity right, right, too. And your celebrity. We we have a whole. He got Popular an image. Girl. He has an well. image, and Im- having images been destroyed by trans women in our past, yes, ma'am. We can <laughs> speak up of unfortunately a, a Sydney a Sydney star. Oh, hold on, but, but, but what image did she destroy that wasn't already destroyed? No, but see, that's a narrative that was not. I think that's a narrative that people were saying to to minimize him. Oh, yeah. But Chingy was. He got dropped from his label. Because of he that? Got a na- he, they never wanted to sign him again. Oh, he wow. had a successful little cute little first album. He never got to do another one. Is there, but it's because of the rumors right. with her. That's the reason why. Of course. He- oh, the thing shade. is. I didn't know it's that. A, it's a the big, lie. The lie of it. Right. But the association of the yeah, Sydney. Absolutely. That's why he wasn't able to. Oh. The big difference. Um, that is shady. I saw like I watched the I watched the difference between like on the Breakfast Club. I watched the difference between her interview and Janet Mox, and even their questions and their approach was way different. Well, because they were different, dealing with two different types of fish. I know, but two I just but it was mostly like about her body. Like on like I can't even. Yeah, it was mostly I about her like body. You have a brilliant woman and a thing bat. <laughs> i'm sorry (laughs) i apologize we had the (laughs) i don't know how to say that you have a you got the brilliance of janet mock and then you got the barely can i thought it was just put a sentence together of sydney yeah I mean, I like, see why they asked. She couldn't even answer a question. It would be like, uh, 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 and then you're uh, not, uh, then you're not smart <laughs> enough to deflect. You're not smart enough to have to know how to spin this into a conversation to promote yourself and what you're doing. Right. But you really ain't got nothing going on, so you really can't spin it to nothing. Right. So you can't stick to. She's oh, just like I, the clown. You don't have the, the intelligence circuit. to take this. You on the one of the most popular, one of the most popular black urban radio stations. And this is an opportunity for you 
to make some coins just by it being out. Yeah. Just by having the exposure. And you don't have a book out. She could have promoted porn album out. or something. You don't have the porn out. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to fucking promote. And you ain't thought about promoting. Wait, you she just did like, have Ooh. a little one too. She had that little one song. Did she a say? A little point one too. <laughs> what was it? You ain't even make enough. Some, some, some. I, I guarantee nobody really to listen to that, babe. <laughs> and I support <laughs> no, everybody even if they suck. <laughs> and that I didn't even what I didn't know. So you got you see what I'm saying? You got the brilliant. <laughs> you cannot. Jenny was sickening. Yeah, and, and I'm not even talking about looks. I'm talking the about way she articulated the way with intelligence. Yes. I'm talking about how to handle these fucking homophobic motherfucking questions. Mm-hmm. These transphobic questions. How to keep this focus. I have a narrative that I want to give you, and you keep taking me all over this place, and I'm a t- I'm still bringing you back here, baby. Right. I'm still going to educate you. I'm and navigating I'm intel- this I'm navigating interview. this space. You're not I'm interviewing me. You. Exactly. <laughs> you can ask me the question, but I'm telling you where we want to go. The right. way she intellectually read all of them. Yes. She, and then you have like, what's the, the most Sydney. She couldn't take that their reads. Like they were watching, wearing her out. That was like watching a train wreck. It was. That was just like... <laughs> Oh, she went. She was trying to come and be cute with it, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so uh. <laughs> so when you think about you know when you think about that, and I'm on national TV. Back to genuine. We getting outside. We side tracking <laughs> it. <laughs> when uh, when I'm on national TV and you're trying to kiss me and shit. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Like if. I, I I don't like this argument, but the, everybody's like, well, if that was a man doing that to a woman, it would be on some old feminist shit. Like, oh, you trying to kiss her. That's gross and creepy. Da, 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 da. And I said, when I first when I first watched it, I was like, mm, your white male conditioning is showing. You feel like you're entitled to kiss people. Calm <laughs> yeah. down. Right. Uh, not your white male conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's showing to me like, <laughs> like, I, I, it, I, I would have loved for her to, in, I would have loved for her to engage the conversation a little more without that, because right. that changed the tone of it. Like he's sitting yeah. here talking to you. Have the this, and you're on national TV. Have this discussion. Tell why. D- go down into why this is rooted in transphobia. Talk about it. If you want to talk about that, say hey, because you don't see us as the same. Why is that? Let's 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 explore this conversation on national TV. Let's do that. This is a platform. Great. Let's do it. But instead of doing that, you took it to this weird year. Back to the physical. Kiss me, daddy. I'm a woman. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's creepy. It's. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. It just wasn't right. It just wasn't right. Can't force somebody to kiss you if they don't want to kiss you. Not at all. No matter who you are. What are we going to next? So, what is the difference? between masculine and feminine energy and does gender have anything to do with the with both of them mm. like does does those energies like how do you determine what energy validates your gender especially being a trans person I always get to okay this is sometimes you think okay is this masculine is this feminine like does this make me a man it's like, how do you navigate that space? Like, what is masculine energy and what is feminine energy? Hmm. Mia? Do you look at more? Do you look at it more as a physical thing or more like a spiritual? 
Um, it could be, it could be a little bit of both, to be honest, of physical and spiritual, because, well, more of a spiritual, but physical too. Um, but you were talking about energy, so I'm thinking more of a spiritual. Um, like, how do you feel like feminine? For you, how do you feel like feminine energy validates your gender? Like, does gender have anything to do with those energies? Yeah, because when I think about it, like, have you ever seen, like, some trans women? And you'd be like, oh, well, I've seen some. Okay, I've seen some trans women. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's she's so pretty. She's so passable. But then when you see her interact and how she socializes, it's like, mm, that's not what I'm. What, that's what a whole show- butch queen. <laughs> What you, what I see, you. Is I'm not seeing what, a woman, but I'm hearing and seeing a whole. F- baby, <laughs> oh pump. Right. So that energy is like, girl. So yeah. Do you I, feel like you possess masculine traits? Even being a woman. That's really hard because I think of, I think of, I've thought about it. Any masculine traits, Mia, masculine traits. Um, well, I don't think I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I have some masculine traits, but I don't, I've never really analyzed myself like, hmm, this is what I do that's feminine. This is what I do that's masculine. I think you do. Well, wear it out. No, I'm saying I think you do think in that terms, in those, in that. Okay, this is feminine. This is not feminine. This is not because I feel like we all do that. Okay, why do you think I do? Because you sometimes say, "Ah, I don't think that's feminine," like something like that, you know? Because everybody does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay, I it, you have to because right. in it, especially the people in this group, us three, because our presentation is so binary. Mm-hmm. Like yes. there's no gender non-conforming. Yeah, person in this group, right? So you are hyper femme, I'm hyper femme, and you hyper masculine. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm talking about in the way we present, right? So, in order for you to choose those feminine clothes, you have to decide what clothes are feminine, what clothes are masculine, right. right? You see what I'm saying? So you do, you might not say it, but you do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So how do you decide? I guess, like, okay, so uh, we were talking about it earlier, and I feel like we all, cisgender and transgender, are all doing drag. Right. So, and what I mean by that, it's kind of like, I think of it like in the, in the, that that's not from me, that's from RuPaul. RuPaul said we all, everything we are doing in regards to how we present to the world is performative. It's, we're performing. Like, we are, if the dude who's in the suit in the corporate, in the corporate world, that's his drag. Like, he's putting that suit on to give a certain type of image. Mm-hmm. He's putting that suit on to give a look, to give an energy, to give power, to give whatever the things that comes along with that suit will come culturally along with that suit. He's That's his drag. My drag is more feminine. And your drag is more feminine. His drag is more masculine. Everybody has a some, You know, the gothic people, everybody has a certain thing that they want to get across with how they present. And then you you got the feminine golf, you got mm-hmm. the ma- every every style or fashion choice or um, whatever it is. How does a masculine and feminine injury inside of it? You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I know y'all seen the girls that look like 
they golf chicks and they look like um corpse bride <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and then you see the ones that are masculine the boys that are like punk rocky they'll have black nails and it might be some queer where if it was put in this particular culture it might be feminine like so when you see a golf guy with his nails painted black uh-huh. you're not thinking of that as feminine because right. that's kind of them just being weird that's mm-hmm. what the kind of their thing but if you put paint some hip-hop dude in his thug outfit but his nails painted right you're gonna be like eh, that's kind of faggoty or you know <laughs> ah, that's kind of but it's a little witchy what? <laughs> okay girl <Right. laughs> you know you might do that somebody might do that so i think i think I think that's why it's all bullshit. Right. Like I think, uh, I think the presentation of what we get with meets the eye is the social what we think feminine and masculine is. But I personally think I have more feminine traits than masculine, even though I present myself as masculine. Like I'm intuitive, I'm soft, I'm gentle, mm-hmm. I'm cool with being submissive. Like you know, like being, I have feminine traits, but mm-hmm. that. People telling me, okay, that's that's what females do. That's what women do. Mm-hmm. Made me think, okay, is my masculinity invalidated? The fact that I feel like I'm a man, and my gen—that's why I feel like gender is kind of separate. Because I feel like like it's kind of separated from those energies at the same time. Because I feel like everybody has masculine and feminine energy within, but it's just who you are. Like it's just your character. I kind of, this is kind of, I guess how you think about your connection to your emotionality is kind of how I think about my height. Uh Because I'm 5'11", so I'm way taller than the average chick, Mm -hmm. but not like, you know, basketball player height. So, well, WNBA. (laughs) (laughs) So... So shit, I've seen college ballers. Yeah, taller than me. Yeah. So (laughs) in my in my mind, what I think about it is, I I think it once again I think it's all bullshit. (laughs) But um, like when we if I think it's based on who we are in regards to how we think about it. You we're trans people. So Uh how what I had to learn. So let's take a a guy. So you just talked about how that's a feminine trait you being connected to your masculinity and being soft and being gentle Uh so we tell cis men all the time y'all need to be in touch with your feminine side y'all need to have uh, more control of your emotionality y'all need to tap into that energy so y'all can become a better person right Uh and we tell them if you do that it doesn't invalidate your manhood we tell them you still gonna be a man but you just gonna be a better man because you 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 have tapped into this energy while keeping your masculinity, but you've tapped into this energy so you can be more empathetic and be emotional and be sensitive to a woman's needs and be just a better humane person. Right. Isn't that the narrative what mm-hmm. that right. we give straight men? The energy to survive. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it, in, in, in my mind, it's like, how can we tell how ironic that we tell straight men this, but here's a whole trans man who feels like his masculinity is kind of invalidated right. when he taps into that. Right. Because I'm how comfortable crazy. with that. Exactly. But they, people make me uncomfortable because exactly. it's like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> so in my, in, in my mind, for me, it, my lesson, my height made me learn that lesson. Uh-huh. So the lesson that 
when I meet a cis tall woman, so when I meet one that's taller than me or my height, I never hear them discussing their height in a negative way or in a way that invalidates their womanhood. Right. Mm -hmm. They are never saying, ooh, do people think I look like a man with this height? Ooh, yeah. do people, is people clocking me or thinking I'm a man because I'm this tall? Right. Like they never are talking about it in that sense. Yeah, they'll give me some stories about being the awkward tall girl, how everybody wants them to reach in the cabinet and li <laughs> grab stuff that this this one can't grab. <laughs> or, you know, they'll tell me these stories that all tall girls have, but they don't look at it to as it invalidates their womanhood. Right. They just, I'm just a tall woman. It's not a, oh, am I getting clocked? Does this make me look more like manly? They're not thinking of it at all. They're just navigating the world as a tall woman. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, if you see a woman who has a stronger jawline, mm -hmm. you're not. So when you, uh, you look at her jawline and say, "Ooh, she got a man's jawline. But she's like, I'm a woman and this is my jawline. So this is a woman's jawline. Right. You see what I'm saying? So <laughs> exactly. it's like and I had to learn that lesson where um, if I'm going to stand in my truth, I need to be comfortable. I need to settle and say, hey, these are the things that I got. Sometimes it's a little out the box, <laughs> mm -hmm. out the box of um, femaleness and womanhood. But I, if this is if this is if I'm being the change that I want to be, it has to start inside of myself to me. Right. And so a part of the change that I want to be is accepting my body and all of its parts as a part of my womanhood. Right. And that's what it is. It's like only reason why you are questioning that is because you're trans. Right. You, you see what I'm you saying? You invalidate yourself sometimes. Exactly. And that and it's rooted in, you know, I think internalized transphobia and it's rooted in the bullshit that this is masculine. It's rooted in that bullshit binary thinking of things like I can't I can't be a woman in and without having to dress this way i can't be a woman without having to be this ultra passable thing mm. i can't be a woman without having this this checklist my fff done my my breast done my, how much anxiety mm. does people that does that give a trans woman or a trans man who doesn't have these things oh i should be at this level my transition i've been transitioning for six years and i still ain't got my top surgery oh my god my life is horrible yeah you or, know you want to know what really helped me see all of that as like okay psychologically it's a gray area you can't determine what makes you a man or not is because mm -hmm. of visibility like there's trans men that dress that still dress feminine you know what i mean and there's right. still some trans women that are cool wearing tennis shoes or like a t-shirt or being or like a little butch yeah you know, doing that thing. so i think that's dope like that visibility is what really helped me seeing okay everybody really is different and performing their drag in a different way right mm -hmm. <laughs> and right. that's and that's what i had to learn um i remember when i was younger i stopped doing a lot of the things so this goes out of the realm of fashion and go and how we present and into the realm of activities that i would do mm -hmm. so when i was younger i felt like if i um if i did certain activities like for example like if i i liked to fish when i was younger but fishing is what I associated with masculinity, which was really strange for me because anybody who I ever went fishing with was black women. I went with my grandmother. I went with my great-grandmother. I went with my great-aunt. I went with my mama. I went with women, and we would sit on the bank, and we would fish. They would 
put the worms on the hooks and you know, I, I really didn't see men doing it, but for some reason I thought it was a masculine thing. <laughs> so, and I think it's because when I watched TV, it was dudes on the fishing boats and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. They out there sport fishing and that's kind of, it turns in, it's a sport. So all sports, I'm like, ah, no, that's trady. <laughs> so I'm thinking of these things as masculine. So I stopped fishing. So now that I'm older, I want to do that stuff. Right. Um, I stopped playing video games because I my association with video games was that it was boy stuff. Because when I was younger, girls did play video games. Shit, that I, I I'm talking about that I knew. <laughs> when I would go over to my friend's house, my guy friend's house, when I was in when like Nintendo first came out, mm-hmm. the girls didn't want to sit and play with us. The boys wanted to do that shit. So mm. I associated it with boyness, and so I stopped playing video games for a long time. Because I associated it with, um, you know, just that's this is a nigga activity. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I'm like, why? I'm trying to be fish about it. And I'm had a trade come over here and we play video games, not knowing that, that was, that's they, they, they would get their life. They would get their <laughs> life. But I had a lot of these silly ass how masculinity and femininity was performed. Yeah. Um, even And it translated in my bedroom, too. Like, you know, when I used mm. to think that, oh, <laughs> if you suck peace, you a fag. I'm not going to fuck with you. <laughs> I like or, the if, or if you get fucked, <laughs> oh, no, you a fag. I ain't going to fuck with you. That used to be my mindset. I would put niggas out of my apartment. What? Yes. Like, I was bad. Like, it, like don't let them try to wow. give me some head or try to do anything that I deemed as gay shit. Um. I'm a woman, you a man. I'm supposed to do the girl stuff, bend over, get fucked, suck your dick. You supposed to be the man, you get your dick sucked and you fuck. You that's huh. what we supposed to do. That was the rule. <laughs> and if you get to do any kind of witchy shit, you're out. <laughs> get out of my house, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> the irony of that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so it was and I and what taught me like this dude in my that went to high school with me. He he was like, Oh my god, all the bitches wanted him. And finally he graduated. He and so he wasn't in school no more. But I, I was a junior when he was a senior. So when he graduated, he asked my cousin, could he get my number? Like, played it. He played it real smooth. Like, he was trying to find me for something else, but he was really trying to find me to have me. Baby. <laughs> and he got my number from my cousin and ended up calling me. And when he came over, he was trying to suck my piece. <laughs> and I was like, no. Baby. <laughs> but he, he was to. so fine and so, like, oh, my God, like, one of the top-notch niggas in the school that I did not want to miss the opportunity <laughs> to have him. So I didn't want to kick him out like I normally do people. <laughs> so I was like, oh, what do I do? And so I told him, I was like, ooh, no, baby, that's gay. I don't want you to do no gay stuff with me. I'm the girl, so treat me like a girl. And he said it made him feel horrible. Like, he yeah. thought that he was going to come over and he was going to be able to explore all the things that he was thinking about because he had never messed around before. And he felt like, I thought I was going to come and explore all the things that I wanted to explore with yeah. you. And you made me feel like the gayest, most faggotiest, <laughs> the most latest thing that I could be. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we you end up giving me some head, but it definitely wasn't what I wanted to do. And it felt good and I nutted, but <laughs> I, I didn't... Uh, you it all made me feel like when I left out of that house, I felt like the biggest faggot and I didn't want to feel like a faggot. I felt like 
it, you know, he had his yeah. own his own psychological hangups, and I just made them worse. And so as we got older, we got to doing it all. <laughs> but he taught me how silly this bullshit was. Right. It, he taught me how I'm like, girl. I feel like it come with self love. Yeah, I started to realize Seconds. you really ain't getting no nut. When these <laughs> niggas leave out of your house, you gotta jack off. <laughs> yeah. And if if sex is supposed to be mutual, mutual. and we posted both are supposed to be getting pleasure, mm-hmm. uh, why am I jacking off when you leave? You done got your life. You done got your dick sucked. You done fucked me down. And you done had an awesome uh, orgasm and, yeah. and want to go home and go to sleep. And, and I'm, I'm left like with a, a sore booty hole <laughs> and well, a wore out mouth. With my piece still hard and ain't nut yet. And so now I got to go get the lotion and, and nut. <laughs> I'm over it. And so I started. And so then I met a dude in college that was like, he was much more, he was much more aggressive about his. He was much more like, you ain't gonna make me feel like no baggy. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm get what I want. I'm secure with myself. I'm secure with myself. Lay your ass down and let me suck that piece. <laughs> he was way more aggressive and more like oh. firm about it. And so it, it just, even that, how how I performed in my bedroom, how I, just how I performed it. So now that I'm older and I realize that that shit is bullshit, that masculine and feminine shit, I'm like, nigga. I mean, I'm me. <laughs> and sometimes you're going to see me in a dress. Sometimes you're going to see me in some Jordans. Sometimes you're going to see me. I'm I'm more on the femme side of the binary, and that's cool. I'm cool with that. Like, I don't yeah. trip. But if I want to butch it up for a little bit, cool. If I want to butch it up in the bedroom a little bit, cool. I'm going to present whatever I feel. It's usually to the, to the more feminine side of the scale. But... I don't feel no more hangups of it. Right. Like when I get angry and I tap into that masculine energy, I let it go. I don't yeah. think of it as like when I want to twirl people, I don't think <laughs> of it as no fuck. Oh, your man is coming out. No, this is my angry black woman coming out <laughs> on my motherfucker. Like my mama's did. Like my grandmama's did. Like my great grandmama's did. Right. They all will beat your ass and shit. I'm a beat your ass too. Right. And it don't make me no less of a woman. And so that's kind of how, like, I think about it when it comes yeah. to masculinity and feminine. Yeah, you know one thing about me? Like, I'm never going to, I have to tell myself, I'm never going to exemplify what it means to be a big, tough guy. Like, I feel like dudes that be like that just be front anyway. I'm never going to be this big, right. tough guy. I'm a hug and kiss my niece, and I'm a, you know, because you never really see a, a man really, I, I don't want to say that, but you don't really see... Like men babysitting kids and stuff like that, but I feel like I'm one of those that could do that. Like I just like fuck it. Like I just do what is so called feminine stuff, and that's just me. So it is what it is. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be alright. Oh, don't you worry about a thing. Baby, you're gonna be alright.